0: One of the most challenging and yet underprepared for roles in life is to be a mom, to be a mother. We're going to talk about that this week.
1: You're listening to Parenting Today with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. I'm your host, Ruthie Jay, and it's kind of funny to hear you talk about moms. But it's okay today because we have a special guest who is a mom. Mm. (laughs) We have the Mrs., Yes, Rosemary Barnes. Yes. So happy to have you here. Thank you. I'm just thrilled to be here.
0: You assume that I'm not at all in touch with my feminine side and, <laughs> and don't know how to do the oh, mom well, thing.
1: The things oh. you say sometimes <laughs> are not very feminine. <laughs> <Yeah>. not exactly.
0: <laughs> well, I am reminded again, and as a matter of fact, Rosemary and I were reminded again today. We went to lunch with the pastor and his wife, and as we went to lunch with oh, the pastor my. and his wife, bless their hearts, their babysitter didn't work out, and so the pastor and his wife brought their Two year old and four year old to the lunch. And you're reminded again of how exhausting it is to be a mom. Plus the fact that our daughter, Tori, has a, uh, Tori and Adam have a two year old and we have Ruben at our house regularly. And it's exhausting.
2: It is. In fact, I'm exhausted now. I hope I make sense because I was with Ruben in the morning with Tori and then with this couple and all of them excellent little parents. Mm -hmm. But it is a challenge and it's tiring and it is exhausting to be around little toddlers. So
1: are you (laughs) happy that those days are over?
2: Um, Ooh. ooh, Ooh, that's interesting you would ask that. I think... Yes and no. I think yes to be past the exhausting, challenging moments, but I miss those days. It was just such a wonderful, wonderful time in our lives as a family. So I miss that. Mm -hmm.
0: I think I made a mistake as a parent in that Rosemary's pregnancies were so difficult and constant hospitalization, Mm -hmm. and we almost lost her at Tory's birth. Which it would figure that our barbarian almost killed her mom, (laughs) Um, and uh, in in that. in that process, I really shut it down. And we had a lot of debates on this. Mm -hmm. Rosemary wanted four or five kids, and I backed us off to two, and I used all kinds of excuses. And I'm a product of graduate school during population, you know, thing, only replicates yourself. And Mm -hmm. when our last one went out the door, high school was the most fun I've ever had in my life with my kids in high school. All I did was laugh. I mean, we had the same challenges everybody had, but all I did was laugh. And Rosemary was a phenomenal mom. So that I realized, and I I actually went into a little hole for a while, September after we dropped Roby off at college, realized we'd made an enormous mistake, should have had more kids. And she's such an amazing mom, we should have had a lot more kids. I just was afraid of having more kids. So I think you. are telling
2: it. what kind of mom I would have been with four, five, <laughs> six and on <laughs> yes. up. Right? Your your answers before might have been a little different. <laughs> Thank yes, God well, those <laughs> days
1: are over. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Well, medication helps. Yeah. Too. We're, <laughs> we're both highly medicated right oh. now. I think that the grandparenting is totally different because they do go home. But I think I'm watching, it's an interesting season for me watching Rosemary come alive again in this grandparenting, but also come alive in this parenting of a daughter who's got a child. So it's a very interesting time. But what I'm reminded of, and I was reminded of it at a seminar the other night, watching these exhausted moms. The seminar is from 6.45 until 7.45, 8 o'clock every Wednesday night. And watching these moms, and you know they want to be there and they're coming to take notes but they're having a hard time keeping their eyes open right. when the men are all in and they're all laughing and they're all there and they're all jacked and this is great and why is it only 8 weeks and I, I'm, I'm seeing... And th-
1: mom hasn't sat down for that long oh, yeah. like, 2 exactly. years Oh yeah, <laughs> I,
0: in fact I think some of the moms are there only because there's daycare, they wouldn't care if it was bowling right. instructions, right. they just want to be out of the home, someone else take care of this baby right. for a right. little bit and I think today's topic and today the time we want to spend on is some of the things we were totally underprepared for, mm. some of the things Moms are totally underprepared for and being underprepared. What do they do about that? And Mm -hmm. that'll maybe be the rest of the week. But you get so excited to be a mom and you get so fulfilled to be a mom. And Rosemary, you were a, uh, you had your own profession. In fact, you were making more money than I was. I was kind of wondering why it wasn't me that got pregnant and and left the workforce. And you were a public school teacher for a decade and I was here at Sheridan House and I actually think you were making exactly twice what I was making the year that you got pregnant and then going home and you're working with children. But I remember coming home and finding you more exhausted than you mm. dreamed mm. when I would come home and all the other issues there. Talk to us about some of those things mm. as a mom so that we can then kind of unpack each one in the rest of the week. Well,
2: I think it's interesting that as women, we get these idealistic pictures Mm -hmm. of what family is going to be and what marriage is going to be and what it's going to be to have this darling little baby. And maybe we've watched too many movies or, or something or sitcoms. We have this realistic expectation that... It's not going to be hard work. Hmm. And we know in our brains that there's going to be a disciplinary process and we know that we're going to have to care for them and all that. But I don't think we really, really understand the reality of what life is until that child arrives. Mm-hmm. And I think the first thing is exhaustion. And there's so many different things that, that we're going to talk about. But I think physically, you are exhausted. And whether you're adopting children, or whether you have physically birthed children, to suddenly have this little one needing your full attention, really 24-7. I mean, they do sleep some, right. very little some. 23-7. Like <laughs> <Yeah. seven. laughs> right, right. Yes. And so I think just Physically, especially a birthing mom who has gone through nine months and then the birthing process and then healing and all those kinds of things that are going on in her body, but even an adoptive mom or particularly a single mom, goodness sake, wow, to suddenly not have full nights of sleep and to be picking up and caring and doing and all the things that are involved in caring for a baby or a small child, it's just exhausting physically, mm-hmm. I think.
0: I think in our culture today, we have talked or thought through pre-parenting that when I'm a parent, having this child will be an additive to my schedule, not an alternative schedule altogether. Mm -hmm. And I I don't think Mm -hmm. anybody can fathom what it takes to be a parent. Mm -hmm. And you're never off duty. You're never, ever, ever off duty. Mm -hmm. And you're in bed at night and you hear a cough and you're on. Mm -hmm. There's never any downtime. And watching moms kind of work their way into realizing, wow, my life is changed for two decades. Mm-hmm. For two more decades. Mm-hmm. And watching we had uh, Tori and Adam and and Ruben over our house. At the same time, we had another couple over our house that don't have children. And I'm watching this other couple watch the exhaustion of this very, very active little boy who's somewhat fenced in. He can't get out of the kitchen or family room, but zhink, shink back and forth and up and grabbing and this <laughs> and that. And watching them watch and they're thinking, you know, well, maybe we'll do it differently or maybe we'll do this or is it that exhausting? And if they'd asked me, I would have said it's absolutely this exhausting. <laughs> (laughs) So Mm -hmm. don't do it till you're ready to do it because it's Mm -hmm. absolutely this exhausting. And it does change your life. And if you're going to do it right, it changes all your priorities. Mm -hmm. And much of it, unfortunately, and we do want to spend some time eventually talking about how she engages dad. But much of it, unfortunately, is mom and mom trying to figure out when do I get my time, mm-hmm. how do I deal with this? And
1: how do you deal with it even emotionally then too? Because mm-hmm. you're exhausted. You do need to take care of yourself right. also. Would you say that it's an attitude issue also? I mean, you're going to be exhausted. You need to realign Expectations, right. but also look at all this instead of it's not a punishment, obviously. <laughs> if God gave you the child, right. but just have the attitude like this too shall pass, but let yes. me enjoy this moment. I'm exhausted, but I'll never get this time mm-hmm. back. And if you keep that in mind, does it make things better? Wow, that's a very loaded question. I have to think
2: a second, but <laughs> I do want to say related to that, Ruthie, is I was talking to a group of pastors' wives, young wives, and all of them around that table that I was talking to just recently had small children. And they said, you know, they were all educated, very capable women. And their husbands were doing exciting, fun things out there. And this one mom said, you know, I miss being there with my husband to do these fun. We enjoy it together. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy the stimulation of being there. And she said, and I am home you know schlepping food on the table for this child and and um, off the floor and off the floor and changing diapers and all those kinds of things she says i miss that mm-hmm. and so we talked about that very thing that you said to get the mindset okay this seems very boring and i feel like i'm missing out on fun things out there but this is just a season i think you put it very well this is for a short time and if i can just engage full throttle in this process then when I get through this particular season, you know, I will have a little bit more flexibility. Mm -hmm. And I think choosing that mindset of this is a gift from the Lord and it's something that is the most important thing that I could be doing right now. Mm -hmm. And then in the future, I'm going to have time for those other fun things that I used to enjoy doing.
0: Here's one of the challenges for this generation of mom and maybe for the past two or three generations of mom short-term to today is 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. We've even learned that with this broadcast and this podcast, you know, it used to be an hour and then 30 minutes and now 15 minutes and we're learning the focus of a 15 minute thought process. Mm -hmm. And we're not on the farm anymore where you had seasons and you actually got the thought process and the delayed gratification. You do this this season and you harvest Mm -hmm. months, a half a year from now. And so for today's mom to think this too will pass and this is just a season. It's very hard because she has been conditioned to think fifteen minutes. There's a lot of conditioning in her life mm-hmm. that make it very, 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 very difficult. And delayed gratification hasn't been taught, and it has to be a mindset that this will pass. There's so many other things pounding her right now. What we like to talk about that we have connection devices, we don't really connect, even though we have mobile phones, and that mm-hmm. helps. We don't connect, yeah. and so it's pooling together and helping. And Taking care of each other, where she's now emotionally exhausted because she's alone and she's physically exhausted and doesn't know how to gear back up.
2: Another thing that I think plays into it also is that feeling that you again are not prepared for of feeling so responsible for the well being of this child, Mm -hmm. physically, emotionally, Mm -hmm. spiritually, particularly for the mom because it tends to be her main focus, especially when the children are little. But to think when there is a sneeze and the sensation of, Oh my goodness, I know that this child has pneumonia or, you know, or <laughs> should I take him to the, doctor? should I go to the emergency room? And those sorts of things, there's a tremendous responsibility on a young mom of just knowing that their care mm. is totally in her hands. Mm. And that's just the physical and then the emotional, you know, the whole disciplinary process. You know, am I being too strict? Am I being too lenient? Should I let that go? Should I really address that one? And then spiritually, you know, most significantly. When is it too early to start praying? When should I start telling them about Jesus? And, you know, on and on and on. There's so much responsibility of care Mm -hmm. that I don't think a young mom even envisions. I mean, she knows mentally, oh, yeah, I'm going to be taking care of this child. Mm. But I don't think she really has that weight of responsibility on her shoulders until the baby comes along.
0: Ironically, that's part of the isolation problem. When you wouldn't think we're isolated, you would think, I mean, there's instant messaging and texting and all these different different things. But there's not a mother there was for thousands of generations in the same house. Mm -hmm. You'll be okay. You can get some sleep. And especially the first child. It's Mm -hmm. kind of hilarious because the the first child drops the pacifier and you buy a new one and take it out of the package. (laughs) The second child drops the pacifier and you clean it off. And the third child drops the pacifier and you just point and show them where it is and they get it out of the dirt and put it in their mouth. (laughs) I mean, mean, all of a sudden you start getting a little more realistic about your area Mm -hmm. of responsibility. I think there's another added thing that's very difficult for today's mom and that is her body image post baby and today's mom is supposed to be perfect and beautiful and get her body back right away and just doesn't work like that nor is it supposed to work like that and so it's a lot of stress on her that Mm -hmm. you know i am woman and to be all things all the time, and it's not going to happen.
2: Which was not present in the past cultures because we did not have the media, we did not have the models and the magazines and all those kinds of things that Mm -hmm. we're looking at all the time, and this whole body image and idea. In the past, there just was not that much in the farm communities and all that. And so there is a tremendous pressure to be right, look right, sound right in all those things for mm-hmm. young. It's moms.
1: almost because it can happen. We've seen, you know, all these celebrity moms do yes. it. Of course, we don't know that they have personal trainers and right. two nannies per child right. and, and, and all right. that. And so, cosmetic surgery and to cos- get rid of it all. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, realistically we think it can happen. So we need to make it happen. And exactly. then if we can't, we might be a failure too. Exactly. And what's my husband going to think? What are my friends going to wow, think? Wow. So How everybody
0: listening, that. all the moms listening right now are pulling over in the side of the road, totally catatonic. You and want been, to cry right now. <laughs> (laughs) depressed and wow you guys haven't helped me a bit right now i'm totally depressed and i don't know how to get past this well that's the rest of the week we're gonna spend the rest of the week talking about how to deal with this we cannot glaze over being a mom is incredibly difficult but being a mom has always 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 been incredibly challenging and difficult but also rewarding how do we get there how do we help today's mom get to that point
1: we're going to talk about that for the rest of the week here on Parenting Today with Dr. Bob and, this week, Rosemary Barnes as well. I'm your host, Ruthie J. If you want to find more resources on parenting, even on marriage, you can find them on Sheridan House Family Ministries website, shfm.org. And to hear this broadcast again, maybe encourage a new mom. And you can link to it through Facebook or Twitter. You can find that online at parentingtoday.org. That's ParentingToday.org.